and welcome to the third episode of the Minding Your Business podcast recorded in Wilmington, Massachusetts. The Minding Your Business podcast is produced by a group of professionals and business owners that live and work in the north of Boston. We are in all different professions and get together weekly to share ideas and best practices that are helpful to us in our businesses and in our family and personal lives. We started the Minding Your Own Business podcast to share these ideas to a wider audience. Today, I'm here with a regular, Dave Mulick from CMS Plumbing in Wilmington. Good evening. Thanks for having me. And Charlie Dewar from Guaranteed Rate. He's a mortgage producer. Hello, Amy. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you, guys. Great to, great to have you both here today, and it's a sunny day in Wilmington, I have to say. Finally. <laughs> now, Hopefully, I've overcome my technical difficulties in doing the timing with the music and recording and so on. Uh, so let's get down to business. Um, past episodes, we have talked about in-home support and care. We've talked about how to hire a good plumber. And today, it's kind of my show. I'm from Salem Five Bank, and I do business banking and lending. So we're going to focus on that and hope to be a resource to business owners out there with questions about this area. Good. That's good. I, I use Salem 5 myself for my business. Uh, Amy's definitely a true professional. She goes uh, above and beyond for her clients. You know, it's, it's very rare you see a, um, you know, a, a business banker showing up at your office to see how you're doing. It's usually the other way around. I'm going to the bank and, and you know, getting to see them every now and then. So you, you definitely, uh, you're great at what you do. Um, so as a business owner, I got a couple questions. You know, if mm-hmm. I, what type of business lending do you offer? What 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 makes sense for me to have as a business owner? Well, what I've seen lately is a lot of um, small business owners have expressed an interest in owning their own office space. Um, you know, there's there's I guess the real estate market's a little tough, but the rates have been very competitive, and um, people get tired of paying rent month after month and not building any equity. So we've been doing a lot of lending for either a commercial space where the uh, business takes up half or a little more than half or an office condo. Hmm. So that's one particular type of loan. Um, The other type that you probably see and understand is for equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, And then very common is a business line of credit. Amy, when... when Business owners take these loans. Are they personally liable for them, or is it is it a business line of credit, and the business is responsible for the liability? Aha! Great question, Charlie. And I get that all of the time. Um, the business is liable for the credit, but the majority of the loans do require a personal guarantee. Okay. And that is saying if you don't pay it. Or we need bi- to be paid. Or, or if the business doesn't pay it, then the individual has to pay it. Exactly, okay, exactly. It. But but along with that, I, I get people asking, well, then do I have to put my house up and will somebody take my house? And the answer is almost never uh, will the bank try to take your house. Um, they would work out terms in order to get payment um, successfully. We all want to end up where the bank is paid and the um, person can move on with their life, the business. And what percentage of this type of lending is, is part of your of what you offer your clients? Is this just 
one of 10 things or is this one of two things that you work with your clients? You mean loans in general? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. That's a really good question as well. Um, so what we're providing to our clients is the financial piece of the business, the, the support of that, the tools they need to um, collect their revenues, pay their bills. Um, this might mean um, bringing on hand merchant services. This might mean uh, payroll services in collaboration with the banking. And again, if they need a piece of equipment or decide to purchase a property, that would be incorporated in as well. So it's really on an as-needed basis, but we look at the business holistically because what we're really trying to do is be a partner with the business in helping them grow in all aspects and a resource to them. Um, so we're not we're not just the place you put your money. We're really looking to um, help point you in the right direction in all areas. And, and people that run their own business oftentimes um, really aren't big fans of paperwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just not good at it, whether it's tax returns or filing unemployment claims or whatever. But how is how do you, how does Salem Five how do you make it easier for them? to gain access to the funds for this loan? Is there a lot of paperwork wrapped around it, or is it pretty simple and straightforward? Well, we try to make it as easy as possible because we do understand that, you know, for, let's say, for Dave, you're a smart guy, but you're not, you know, focused on application. Exactly, (laughs) because you want to be out there running your crew and and getting work and so on. so we try to make the application streamlined, and if there are questions that are, let's say, tricky to a business owner, either we work directly with their accountant or we sit with the individual and actually fill out the application with them. Um, some of the terminology can be complicated, uh, but we do this on a daily basis. So we're going to hold your hand through the process to make it as painless as possible. We do require two to three years of tax returns mm-hmm. um, and usually up-to-date financial statements if, um, let's say, it's the end of the year and you haven't filed your tax returns yet, just so we know where the business stands. Um, but um, the, your, your question is timely because we have just introduced a no-doc loan for business owners with really good credit scores. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is one where we simply do the loan by the credit score um, without extensive documentation at all. And so that leads me to my next question, which is, and that loan sounds excellent for the right client, but what happens when, for whatever reason, I don't, as a business owner, I don't qualify for that? Um, What are some of the, most, most business owners try to have as many write-offs as they can so they have a great tax position. But doesn't that make it difficult for you to lend them money when their adjusted gross income is lower than maybe what it should be? Like, How, how do you work around that? That is a, a constant struggle because business owners often don't like, yeah, sure. they, they like to work um, to the tax advantage. Um, we do have alternatives. Um, we work very, very closely with the Small Business Administration, which is the SBA. Mm-hmm. Um, the SBA is a government agency um, that is there to support small business. So in the case where the um, revenues are not, not quite up to par with the um, conventional loan requirements, we can partner with the SBA – to provide a loan to the individual. 
it's not saying if you're you know if you're showing very very little income that us partnering with the SBA will get you a loan because you certainly have to show a profit in a mm-hmm. strong business. Um, but it does enable us to extend credit to somebody who wouldn't qualify otherwise. Maybe their business is fairly new um, or maybe their credit scores are a little bit lower than the conventional bank requirements. Um, or maybe, again, they're not showing the revenues that we need to see on our end. But partnering with the SBA, we can do it. Okay. Hmm. I got a question. Uh being a business owner, I'm always looking for business solutions, ways to to kind of expedite, you know, the the, the everyday activity. And I've I've heard you mention uh, something about being able to scan checks in in your own office. So, what type of business solutions uh, can you help businesses with? At first, I thought you said scam. S- no, not scam. <laughs> scan. <laughs> we, we try to stay away from scams. <laughs> but, um, yes, we do offer. it. It's a, a huge convenience. But um, a check scanner on your desk at your office. And as you get checks in throughout the day or throughout the week, you can scan them through and they actually post right to the bank the next day. Um, so... It is certainly a service we offer, and a lot of businesses will take advantage. Is there a, a limit to that? Um, as far as the how many checks you could actually checks? scan? No, no, there's not. There's not. Um, but what we do uh, do is is get an understanding from the business owner of the um, number of checks they're going to be getting in and mm-hmm. um, the typical amount of the checks, so we can sort of monitor that range. And if someday they get a check for $100,000, but typically they only get $5,000 checks. That might raise a red flag security-wise. Sure. Uh, but no, you could you could scan as many as makes sense within your business um, scope. Yeah, and, and any any other type of business solutions like online apps, stuff like that, to, to be able to monitor your account? Yes. Um, I, a lot of businesses are taking advantage of the app. I, this is if you have a, a low volume of checks and you Say you pick up a check from somebody you've done a service visit to, you've worked on their furnace or something, and you get a check for $3,000, take a picture of the check and send it in. Um, That's certainly good for low-volume check. Um, The mobile app is very functional with the ability to transfer, uh, pay bills, and, again, make deposits. But we also, um, banks have within their online modules the ability to do ACH payments, which is, uh, stands for Automatic Clearinghouse. And this would allow you to, uh, let's say, do direct deposit for your employees oh, if great. you were paying them from your bank account or pay your vendors on a bank-to-bank basis rather than writing a check, sending it through the mail and having them receive it. On the flip side, you can also receive ACH payments from your um, clients as well. Um, And then if we're getting um, even more uh, higher level with the online would be the ability to send wire transfers from your desktop. Um, So for for, let's say an attorney's office that um, sends wires on a regular basis, it's easier to just log into your computer, put in your security code and send the wire off rather than going to the bank to do it. Amazing technologies. Can we back up here for a little second or for a little bit? So most business, well, some business owners want to use cash, cash, cash. And I like to pay with cash. I like to receive cash. What's the value of of taking out a loan rather than me 
paying cash for everything. How do, how do you deal with that objection from potential clients? Well, there's something to be said for that because, you know, certainly then you're never going to spend beyond your means mm -hmm. if you're using cash. Mm -hmm. And that's, I would say, a somewhat old school way of looking at things, but, you know, can be very, very effective. Um, and a lot of successful businesses have run that way. Um, what we do encounter, though, is say a smaller business is, is in growth mode. Mm -hmm. They might have an opportunity to take on a large project. And, uh, you know, again, I'm thinking of, of a plumber. Maybe you're hired to put bathrooms into an apartment building. Yeah. And so suddenly your small crew is not big enough to do that. So you need to hire people and you need to buy a number of supplies um, to a accomplish that job, um, paying a lot out of pocket um, before you get paid by your uh, client. Um, if you don't have the cash on hand, oftentimes you cannot take advantage of that opportunity. Um, so in that case, that's where a business line of credit would come in to allow you access to that cash to hire the people, uh, to buy the supplies, to go in and perform the work and pay for it until you actually get paid for the work, at which point you can pay back the line of credit. So it's a cash flow thing, a huge advantage oh, yeah. to the cash flow. Exactly. Yeah, and, okay. and there's a lot of, you know, jobs that we could take on. If, if we don't have that line of credit, you know, it, that could put a business out, a company out of business. I mean, quick, if that stock adds up, those, those labor hours add up. So, I mean, I'm, I, for one, say, you know, having that stable line of credit is, is essential in the growth of a small business, if, if that's your plan. Sure. And you had mentioned SBA. I don't understand what the SBA, what it stands for and what it does and how that pertains to one business owner but not another. Um, well, the SBA, again, it was apparently established in 1953 with the goal of supporting small business. And they do a number of things aside from loans, um, you know, such as business counseling. They help put, you know, people put business plans together and so on. And when you say established, established by whom? By an individual, by a, by a person who wants to start a business. The SBA was put in place to sort of coach and make sure that people who start small businesses are actually successful. So it's a, it's a government agency. It's a government SBA. agency. Okay, exactly. Right. I'm sorry. Right. And, and one of the things about where I work at, at Salem 5, we're what's called um, an SBA preferred lender. Mm -hmm. And that means we have SBA experts in-house. So when we take in a loan application and we deem it uh, for whatever reason to be SBA eligible, we can write the loan and process that in-house rather than then forwarding the paperwork to the SBA for that additional step. So it does expedite the process for uh, those business owners who are applying for SBA loans, and lines why, of credit. Why would a business owner apply for an SBA loan versus a, a regular business loan from, from you? So typically the business owner would just apply for a loan. Okay. And then the bank would take the application, evaluate the financials, and determine, is it conventional bank loan? Or is it maybe a little, again, uh, younger business, not quite two years, the financials are not quite perfect, or maybe the business owner's credit scores are a little subpar, mm -hmm. um, but still within the SBA realm. Okay. Got it. Great. Got it. Great. 
And is that the majority of your business, of your lending, is SBA, or is it like 50-50, or is it 20 I'd say probably 50-50. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, thank you for sharing all that. that that's uh, good information for a, a new business owner or, or somebody looking to expand their business for sure. Did you guys have any other questions? I think I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Now let's see if I can figure out how to turn the music back Cue on. Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> this is a challenge. These two guys are laughing at me as I'm like pressing the buttons and so on. I think you'll get it. There it is. Perfect. Uh, oh, one thing I have to say, though, is you can find us on the WCTV website. If you look on the upper right under podcasts, you'll find the Minding Your Business podcast. We're also on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Our next podcast will be coming out next month, and I believe it's going to be on home mortgages with Charlie Dewar. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you.